Welcome to the Industrial Talk Podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting-edge, industry-focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat, grab your work boots, and let's go. You're, you're, you're getting tired of hearing this, but we are on site at Fabtech in Atlanta, Georgia, and we are celebrating industry heroes from all around the world. You know what that, that this platform, the Industrial Talk platform, is dedicated to you because you're problem solvers. You're a bold, you're brave, you dare greatly, and you're solving these problems day in and day out. Fabtech, if it's not on your calendar this time, make sure it's on the calendar next time because you will not be disappointed, everybody, because we got a gentleman by the name of Joe in the house. Universal Robotics, he's solving problems in a big way. Let's get cracking. Yeah, Joe, don't let God, please don't let me down. Don't you worry, Scott. We got this covered. <laughs> if this whole robotics thing doesn't work out for you, you got a, a bright future in podcasting. That would be dangerous. I'd be very, very... I'd be one topic. I could, I could handle one topic only. <laughs> Joe, one topic. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you I bet you that URL's out there. Hi, I'm Joe, one topic. Put that down, man. I'm just telling it. you. I'm getting it. All right. For the, the listeners out there, give us a little just background on Joe. We're going to get into universal robotics, what you guys are doing out there. and uh, but, but how did you get, I mean, tell us about Joe. I'm an old-time robot guy. I've been in the robot business over, I hate to say it, I'm going to put a number on it, okay. over four decades. Over 40 years. Yeah. I, was, I was talking to some of the young team in the UR booth today, and I, I, I figured out after talking to them that I had actually sold my first welding robot before most of them were born. And that is a sad commentary on life. It really is. But here we are uh, at Fabtech 2022. I've been coming to Fabtech for many, many years. You've seen it grow. This thing's this is massive. Ex- it's exploded. Um, I, I think uh, I joined UR four years ago after spending all those years and decades on the traditional side of automation. And so I've got a whole different appreciation for what kind of solutions you can bring to automation uh, in manufacturing. Is there an issue with uh, people saying, hey, that that automation, man, it's going to take my job? You know, that is dissipating very, very quickly because there's not a plant manager, owner, GM, et cetera, that I've talked to who hasn't confessed that they are struggling to hire manufacturing labor. It's stunning how that has shifted. Well, it's just like, boom. But, you know, the funny thing is the the quants, the the demographers could tell us Ten years ago, it was going to happen. And what we're seeing right now is guys like me and probably you, baby boomers, are retiring at the rate of about 10,000 a day. A large percentage of those are coming out of manufacturing. Now, that in itself is not a disaster. The disaster is we have not made manufacturing interesting enough for the younger generations to come in. And so so we're losing 10,000 a day, and we're not gaining that many at all. And so the gap is actually getting wider. See, and and that's that's, that's brilliant because you're absolutely spot on. And, and And manufacturing as a whole is just so critical to a functioning society as a whole we need that we need manufacturing we need those wonderful jobs it's it's off the charts but what we need are the fulfilling jobs that entice people to want to have a career hands-on in manufacturing construction seeing the same issue 
right? We're not making the construction trades particularly attractive. But on the manufacturing side, nobody wants the dull, dirty, dangerous assignments. Nobody wants to stand for eight hours a day in the same spot and put parts into a machine tool and take parts out. The welders, they, they get a lot of job satisfaction out of doing complex weldments. They really don't like to do high-volume production parts. It's not gratifying. And it isn't. Yeah, and I mean, now... I mean, come on. Let's it, just... No, it's not. And, and so now people are voting with their feet. They're, they're either leaving manufacturing uh, or they're just not coming in because it's not appealing to them at all. Yeah, and, and personally, and, and you're absolutely right, we need to do a better job if we're in the, the, the manufacturing, if we're in industry as a whole. There has to be this concerted effort to, say it, market and, and bring about the real... I don't know the excitement, the the cool stuff that's happening. It's cool. It is like, totally cool. It is, and 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 it's it's companies like yours who just continue to sort of push that envelope and become more innovative, become more focused on the solution. I like that. And we we get we get across the board acceptance from our customer organizations. The the, the workers on the floor in manufacturing are more often than not happy to see a given task automated because it's a task they don't want to do right that's true and and so the the, yeah. the smart shop owner or operator or executive quickly realizes you can move your skilled talented workers into higher value jobs the workers are happy the shop owners happy right it's a, it's a win-win-win and let automation kind of take the stuff that nobody really actually wants to do the thing about automation and what I'm sort of there's some themes and philosophies that exist out there and one of the things that that I see and what you your company does well is it's it's the automation that's approachable meaning you're not making it so difficult to program these solutions and therefore are able to deploy it relatively easy and so that's important and you you hit on it we call it incremental automation Right. In, in my career, the typical approach was to find a problem that was big enough and complex enough to justify the level of investment that traditional automation required. Right. And in doing so, you basically excluded any human operator involvement because the, the problem was big, the projects were big, the automation was big. And, oh, by the way, the price tag was big. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. The oh, lead yeah. time was big. Yeah. You take a million-dollar project on a traditional approach, it's 16 to 20 weeks. Um, enter the collaborative approach, which is incremental automation. But I don't have to automate every step in a process. I can pick the one that's the biggest pain to your workforce. Let's automate that one. If it's done properly, it can be deployed side-by-side side with your skilled operators on either side, right, in the line. Solve that problem and then move on to the next one. So what you wind up with is a series of seventy-five to hundred thousand dollar investments that are deployed very quickly and start to pay back very quickly. Quite often, we talk to plant owners who are starting to see paybacks before they write the check for the final invoice for the system. That's no way! Fantastic. That is that that and, and right. And you've got to appreciate the fact that these uh, these owners are keenly focused on the bottom line, and that's important because. Well, you have to keep the be. lights on. I mean, you come on, let's, just, let's be real. But 
being able to do that incrementally, that's that's pretty powerful. It is. It makes a big difference. And we see case after case where, where an owner or an operator or manager will take a flyer on one, and then it becomes two, and then it becomes four, right? And they start to deploy the technology throughout their operations. Let's, let's approach. I'm always big into, and you, you've touched on the collaboration. You t- definitely are all into the innovation and the automation. That's, that's all good. Let's talk about the education component. There is a speed that exists out there and then on these floors of, of just technology and that innovation just blistering fast. And it requires the ability to be able to always up your game, always learn some more, always whatever it might be because the, the, the technologies. How do we address that? Well, I mean, I think UR is addressing it at the R&D level, right? So we're very cognizant of these broad, broad-based problems that have to be dealt with. Our job is to not just solve the problem, but solve it in a fashion that doesn't require a PhD to operate it, right? And it's surprising how much work goes into making something easy. You can solve a problem and make it complex. That's a lot easier than simplifying it to the point it could be rapidly deployed by a broader base of individuals. Spot on. And, and I agree with you 100%. But that's where the... That's really where the, the value, the magic lies, is if you can take something complex and make it approachable and deliver value for me, and I've already got a bunch of problems over here. You know, I'm, you I got my it, own. I don't need anymore. anything else. I, I hear you. And and doesn't UR have sort of like this academy? That's Tell us about that. Well, the Academy is like a breakthrough in my mind. It's something that I first saw when I joined here. But we have an online training program. And basically in the course of about two hours, you can you can master the fundamentals of programming and operating a UR Cobot. Not the most complex application, but the fundamentals of material handling and machine tending. Very straightforward. We've trained over 150,000 people around the world to date. Oh, it's offered in 16 gorgeous. different languages, um, it, and it's, see, that's not that's not easy either. You're, you're no, but what it does is it sets the table for that automation to enter the plant, and we're seeing plant owners and operators they're they're taking their production teams and saying, you know, in the old days I'd have to pack you off on an airplane, put you in a hotel for a week or two weeks at a manufacturer's training facility. I can't do that, but I want you to take an hour on a Friday and go use the tools online academy and see what you can learn and it's it's amazing how quickly they begin to get comfortable with the incoming automation and how quickly they learn it, it makes a big difference and it strips cost out of the project as well see you're you're, you're all into that man you you're, you're keenly focused and i think that that is the right focus i think that that is the right focus when it comes to automation and and the value it brings it doesn't impact I mean, it just elevates the person, the individual, the human side totally. to yep. do something, what they want to do, in yeah. a sense. And, and, it, the, and, and what we hear from customers, I can't get a data point to kind of you know, formalize it, but we hear routinely from customers, my turnover is going down, yeah. right, because I have more people doing what they want to do, fulfilling jobs, and it's easier for me to hire because when I take people on the plant tour, what do they see? They see advanced Brilliant. technology, collaborative robots, and it paints the plant in a whole different light. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I, I like that. Now, um, one last question as we start wrapping this up. Is, 
Where do you see it going? What, I mean, it's, it, that's a broad brush. You guys have always been the leader. You guys have been pushing the envelope. You've been uh, delivering solutions, all of that stuff. Got it. Uh, check, 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 check. Where do you see this automation going? Well, I see a couple of different trends. First of all, the product lines will continue to get bigger and faster and smarter and easier and will continue to add applications. And I'll give you a couple of examples totally out of this space, but they're still fascinating. Uh, we've got a customer who is in the construction industry, commercial buildings. Oh. And they've taken our cobot and built a mobile platform and they have developed a drywall sanding robot solution. And, and if you think about a job that is dull, dirty, and dangerous, and for those of you at home who've tried your own renovations, drywall is not a place you want to spend your time. And you don't want it at all. Right? So it's an example of a completely different area for automation. I think we're going to see more and more uh, of that. Isn't that just... I think the second thing that we're seeing is that, that the C-suite and the owners and executives are starting to look at automation differently. They're starting to connect automation to their business problems and seeing it as a way to solve a broader base of business problems. My, my best example is a small shop owner, right, who's, I don't know, 10,000 square foot machine shop. He doesn't have any place to expand. He's landlocked. But he's got a customer who's growing very fast. And the customer says, you've got to keep up with my demand or I'm going to have to bring in another supplier. He's got a business problem. And at first blush, he doesn't look at that and say, I have an automation problem. He says, I got a business problem. I got a threat to my number one customer. I'm in trouble. Automation can be the solution. If we can get more productivity out of your current machines and your current footprint, we can solve that business problem with automation. And that's a new way of thinking. Yeah, you, Joe, you've thought through this. I'm having a hard time poking holes in your value proposition. Well, I don't want you to. Well, I can't. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm definitely not the sharpest tool in the shed, heck. But, but this, is, this is cool stuff. It is good. It is very good. Don't you wish you were younger? You know, I could take a, take a couple dozen years off. It'd be fine. It's, it's exciting, man. I, I do. How do people get a hold of you there, Joe? Uh, you can reach me uh, directly, personally, J-O-C-A at universal-robots.com. Always recommend the website, universal-robots.com. Easy peasy. All right, all the contact information will be out on Industrial Talk for Joe, Universal Robots. You got to you gotta reach out to them. They're cool, too. He's a cool guy. You're cool, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> take that. Yeah, take that for what it's worth. Thanks again. Appreciate, uh, I appreciate the time very much. It was exciting. All right, we're still broadcasting from Fabtech, as you can tell by the sound in the background, but don't worry. We'll, we'll figure out how to block that out. No, we won't. And uh, you need to put this on your calendar because it is exceptionally important that you need to be engaged. Educate, collaborate, and definitely innovate because you're in manufacturing, you're in industry. You need to continue to do that. Thank you once again for your support. We will be right back. You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network. Two words, Joe Campbell. Yep. Universal Robots is the company delivering solutions, solving problems, as you can tell by the interview. At Babtech, which you need to put on your calendar, I might just insert a plug for that particular event. I think it's up in Chicago. So 
check it out. By the way, you could go out to Industrial Talk. You can find Fabtech. You can click on that link, and you can find all the information that you need to be there at Fabtech because I'm going to be there, and I want to meet with you. Joe, that was an, wasn't he a great conversation? I love what's taking place within uh, manufacturing and all the solutions that are being developed. Uh, I'm not going to complain about it. And, and robots and robotics and those solutions will always be there. So check them out. Go out to industrialtalk.com. You'll have all that information. Uh, do your research because you need to educate and you need to collaborate. So you're going to reach out to Joe and then he's going to tell you how to innovate. That, that There it is, man. It's right there. One-stop shop. Matt Statcart. All right. As you can tell, if you're out on videos, you're saying to yourself, Scott, look at that swag you're wearing. And I, yeah, I got a new shirt. I got multiple new shirts and hats. So we have gear. We are actually, go- if you go out to Industrial Talk and you click on the gear, it's, it's up on the menu, gear, you'll say, wow, because you asked for it. I've been asked by many to say, hey, Scott, where can I pick up shirts about Industrial Talk or whatever it might be? We finally did it. It's right here. Check it out. Stylish. So anyway, if you, have, if you want gear, go out to Industrial Talk. Be bold. Be brave there greatly. Hang out with Joe, and you're going to change the world. Universal robots right there. Thank you very much for joining. We're going to have another great conversation shortly, so stay tuned.